Welcome to Election Connection. My name is Michael and this is April. We have some election news to cover on this episode. The California Secretary of State held their annual ballot bowl. What is a ballot bowl? A competition that the Secretary of State holds each year between participating colleges to see who can get the most students to register to vote. Congratulations to Stanford University for winning the 2022 California University and College Ballot Bowl leading up to the 2022 general election. We applaud one of our Santa Clara County Universities, Stanford, for their efforts in registering 1,046 students to vote. The runner-up was UC Los Angeles, who registered 817 students. And coming in third was UC Santa Barbara, who registered 779 students. Judging by the very close numbers, it's difficult to predict who will be the winner of the college ballot bowl in 2023. UCLA has always been on the leaderboard, and I'm thinking next year they might have a good chance with being number one. Under the category for most creative approach to register students to vote, we have representing California community colleges was College of the Canyons, CSU Channel Islands, UC Berkeley, and Association of Independent California Colleges and Universities, we have California College of the Arts. Civic and Voter Empowerment Action Plans, as required by the Student Civic and Voter Empowerment Act, were used to determine the winners and the most creative approach to register students to vote category. College of the Canyons had many creative approaches, such as vote sign painting, led by an LA artist on campus, LA County Sheriff candidates meet and greet, Student Civic Empowerment Summit, collaborations with the LA County Registrar Recorder, Engage the Vote, a program that enrolled student action team members in one unit of internship credit, implementing links to online voter registration on their main homepage, campus-wide communication via flyers, emails, press releases, presentations, and reminders of voter-related deadlines, voter registration tables at student clubs, organizations, and student government, organized an English-as-a-second-language student panel on the importance of taking part in participatory democracy, in-person candidate forums, I Vote Because campaign, collecting narratives to compile into a digital sign. I have to say, this is a robust and inspiring civic and voter empowerment action plan. Kudos to the College of the Canyons team. Michael, would you like to introduce our special guests? Thank you, April. Allow me to introduce the champions of the ballot bowl representing Stanford University, Cameron Lang, Lexi Cooper, and Isabel Anzabi. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for clarification, y'all are part of a student-run uh, nonprofit organization called Stanford Votes. Uh, can you tell us more about your organization? Yeah, absolutely. So Stanford Votes is completely student-run, although we do receive funding and some sort of um, advising and support from adults at Stanford. Um, it was founded a few years ago in response to really persistently low voter registration and voter turnout numbers at Stanford, and it's made a tremendous difference in that context as our ballot bowl victory, I think, really indicates. What were your uh, creative approaches? So Stanford Votes' primary approach to 
fostering civic engagement at Stanford is we focus a little bit less on these one-off initiatives that reach 10 or 15 students. We do bring in speakers to have events about voting. We do set up tables in highly trafficked areas of campus to register students. But we try to really put the bulk of our time and resources into these broader institutional reforms that sort of result in lasting structural change at Stanford and compel hopefully thousands of students to register to vote or to turn out on election day. So one example of those initiatives, one of the most exciting things to come out of Stanford votes in recent years is what we call the civic engagement enrollment hold. So every fall, every Stanford student in order to register for their classes has to acknowledge like on the course enrollment portal, um, the university's recommendation that they register to vote. Wow. This reform has made an enormous difference in Stanford's registration numbers because we're basically forcing everyone to stare at our online voter registration <laughs> tool, which just makes it so much easier for them to take the five seconds to actually type in their information and register. Um, another example of a big institutional reform to come out of Stanford votes is election day holiday. We call it democracy day at Stanford, which I think is kind of, you know, fun and alliterative, but we don't have classes on election day every year. Oh, so wow. wow. I think that has also been really important in conveying the message that civic participation is something Stanford valorizes. It's something we should take time to do and take time to think about. Yeah, something we also um, did this past election cycle was we created a sort of partnership with one of the really popular cafes on campus, Koopa Cafe, um, where the first um, five or 10 students that stopped by during Democracy Day um, and showed the register, their proof of civic engagement could get a free mug from the coffee shop, which was a fun little incentive. Um, and then besides these kinds of events and reforms, we also work on creating a lot of voter resources coming out of Stanford Votes. So one big project that we created during the fall was a 50 state Stanford student voting guide so that students who don't have the time or energy to parse through their various state agency websites and kind of try to determine what is the deadline for when I need to register? What does my state say about if I need to get a mail ballot? What kinds of ID do I need for that? What kinds of signature requirements are there? We kind of created a centralized guide um, so that students could just search for their state and quickly have all in one place um, information about every deadline and requirement that applied to them, including like logistical things um, that might pose additional obstacles like postage requirements, notary requirements, and other things like that. So we also focus on creating educational resources since we know that college students are busy and might be dissuaded from going through that entire registration and participation process if they have to put in that extra work that we're willing to do for them. 
Yeah, in a way that we have spread our um, voter registration guide is through the use of various social media since a majority of our you know, students are very active on Instagram um, and other you know, social media platforms. So we've done this um, you know, really cool campaign which we've done in the past, which is called 50 States in 50 Days, give or take the exact amount of days. Um, but we basically would do posts um, fairly consistently with um, student spotlights that would feature a Stanford student who's from a particular state that ha would have a voter registration deadline coming up. Um, and it would have updates regarding when you need to order your absentee ballot by um, and when it needs to be received. And then also the individual um, requirements like notaries, um, signatures, um, et cetera, on these little posts. And then a big, a really cool feature about it is that we would include quotes from each of the students about why they think voting is so important um, and the value that civic engagement has in their lives. So we would have these posts and we'd be very consistent with them. And then in addition, we'd also do other, um, you know, regular updates on our, you know, Instagram stories about upcoming election deadlines, um, just to make sure students are constantly reminded about when they need to submit things by um, so that way, you know, having an excuse of just forgetting, um, you know, isn't as applicable. So we really tried to do the most we could to remind students about when they needed to do things by and if they wanted to be civically engaged. Wow, thank you for that information. That's uh, really, really inspiring. It seems like y'all cast a, a wide net of creative approaches um, in the way you uh, get people to vote. Uh, thank you for that info. Um, uh, did you run into uh, any roadblocks during this uh, um, campaign? I think the biggest roadblock is just the vast differences in voting timeline and requirements for students who come from different states. Mm. It makes it really challenging to have clear mass communication about how to vote um when each state is so different some states require that a notary sign your absentee ballot every state has a different deadline by which you have to request your ballot and different rules for how to navigate that request process and so I do really envy the student voting organizers at public schools where you know, some 80% of the student body is voting in the state where the school is located, and they can just say, this is the date by which you need to request an absentee right. ballot, or this is the date you need to show up to vote. Um, and our messaging needs to be a lot more complicated. To that end, we really did try to lift as many of these barriers as possible and to disseminate information where we could I think the 50 state guide that Lexi mentioned was really instrumental. We also um, compiled a list of notaries around campus and publicized that list to make that process easier for people from states where your ballot needs to be notarized. We bought a ton of stamps and envelopes and ensured that there were free stamps and envelopes in every dorm to try to sort of lift that maybe prohibitive cost barrier to requesting an absentee ballot, but I think that um, varying state requirements is still 
an obstacle that Stanford votes needs to think about how to overcome. And I felt very disheartened. There were some students who reached out on Democracy Day itself and they were like, hey, you know, I'm from Alaska. I'm so excited to vote. It's Democracy Day. How do I do it? And it's it's terrible to tell people that they've missed the deadline oh, for their no. home. But um, yeah, I think it poses an interesting and exciting challenge for us to consider going forward. Yeah, and adding on to that, I also think something we learned is that some of the most effective ways that we found we were able to answer student-specific questions about their state guidelines was posting a poll on our Instagram story and having students anonymously submit a question that they had about where do I go to get a notary signature or what does it mean if my state says that my ballot needs to be returned on this date but sent on a different date. Um, so I think like focusing on meeting students where they're at rather than um, hoping that your approaches will do the trick is also an important thing to realize. And like Cameron said, like some of our most effective strategies were just like walking around campus and distributing stamps to various residences um, and making these resources like very easily accessible, um, which isn't always like the first strategy that you think of, but are like small steps in the process that can be overlooked, but that might pose very significant barriers to students. I would pose like also in addition, all oh, this is kind of a lot more of a minor kind of a thing, but a lot of times um, like so many of the resources we publish are like on our website and then also our Instagram account. But to a certain extent, I feel like we put so much effort into like adding all these resources onto these tools. But sometimes, you know, if a student doesn't follow the account, I feel like they won't be getting as, you know, adequate updates about their state's elections and all these deadlines that are coming up. So if someone isn't like actively, I would say, pursuing to like learn more about their state's deadlines, it's hard for us, I would say, to reach them. So I think we're trying to, you know, really promote a culture of civic engagement on campus. Um, so I think we just have to find, you know, different ways of also disseminating this besides like mailing lists. Um, and different, you know, accounts that Stanford Votes has like a holdover. Um, is there anything else that uh, y'all would like to add? Uh, I think we're about to wrap up. I don't think so. Um, thank you so much for this opportunity to speak about our work. It It does in the moment feel a little bit thankless, like toiling away, working out some kink in the enrollment hold or negotiating how to get stamps into this particular dorm. So it's really exciting to have the opportunity to talk about it and to sort of celebrate the real impact that this work has. Yeah, and if anyone's interested in staying updated with us, feel free to visit our website, stanfordvotes.org. We're also on Instagram at Stanford Votes and always open to any like communications or partnerships with other communities that are looking to work towards similar objectives. Well, Cameron, Lexi and Isabel, thank you so much um, for joining us today. Um, hearing your experiences, it's very inspiring and it's actually refreshing, especially for um, me and myself uh, working in the elections department and uh, yeah, y'all brought a lot of insight 
For sure. And I, I'm, I think you will all inspire all the students and um, voters in general. Um, and uh, congratulations on winning the, uh, the ballot bowl. We are definitely excited to see how creative and uh, innovative colleges and especially Stanford uh, will be for the 2023 uh, ballot bowl, especially leading up to a presidential election. Thanks again for all the, uh, the insight and inspiration and all your uh, creative endeavors um, with civic engagement. Uh, thank you for joining us. Remember, voting is not only about voting for president. You'll also be able to vote on local measures and candidates, which are just as important. And if you think your vote doesn't matter, just last year, we had a candidate race that was decided by a tie vote. We've reached the end of our show. My name is April, and this is Michael. And with that, we, we hope, hope you elect, elect to connect. connect. Thanks for tuning in. Good job, guys. Just in time. Cool.